My name is Father John Eckert. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Charlotte, North Carolina, and I welcome you to this program, The Hands of God, in which we reflect on the lives of the saints. In Psalm 143, we hear about the power of God's hand when the psalmist says, I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I lift up my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. In St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, we hear how we are called to be the hands of God. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. The saints are formed by the hands of God and the saints are the hands of God by which he is forming us. Let us reflect on the lives and virtues of the saints as we pray that the virtues of the saints might also grow in us. In this episode of The Hands of God, we reflect on the life of Blessed Solanus Casey, a humble 20th century priest and Capuchin friar. Our reflections today are based on the homily of Cardinal Angelo Amato at the beatification of Father Solanus Casey at Ford Field in Detroit on November 18th, 2017. In the last episode, I read the first half of the homily. Now I will pick up with the second half of the Cardinal's homily. Father Solanus lived and taught to have great confidence in God and in his fatherly providence. Confidence is the soul of courage for facing even the most adverse situations. The prayer, Deo Gratias, was frequently on his lips. Actually, he exhorted people to thank the Lord before making every request. This in order to commit him all the more to answering it. He used to say that confidence in God produces serenity and joy and takes away trouble and sorrow. Trust in God dispels darkness and opens the horizon of hope in eternal blessedness in heaven. Father Solanus exhorted people to exercise charity, saying, God loves us. Let us also seek to love God. His priestly apostolate was distinguished as the practice of charity towards neighbor. The testimony of Booker Ash, a Capuchin friar, who had known Blessed Solanus in the 50s, is meaningful. He said, I am the first black member of the Capuchin order in the United States, and I think that he was ahead of his time for the way in which he treated me. I noticed nothing racial in his behavior. He saw all people as human beings, images of God. All the rest was secondary. He did not pay attention to race, color, or religious creed. His favorite sons were the poor, the sick, the, the emarginated, and the homeless. He always fasted in order to give them his own lunch. He spent hours upon hours patiently receiving, listening to, and counseling the ever-growing number of people who came to him. Practically speaking, the greater part of his time as porter was dedicated to others, from 9 o'clock in the morning until 9 at night, almost without interruption. When they asked for him while he was eating, he went immediately saying, food is not so important as it is to seek to help others. There is one little defect in his life. In the judgment of his fellow friars, in fact, Father Solanus was a bad musician. For this reason, after his first failure in the community, with simplicity and humility, in order not to disturb his neighbor, on Sunday evening he went to the chapel with his violin and played Irish religious songs in front of the tabernacle. 
the Lord listened to him patiently because our blessed Solanus was lacking in music, but not in virtue. During the Great Depression of 1929, in order to help the many who were suffering from hunger, with the help of benefactors, he created the kitchen for the free distribution of soup to the poor. One day there was no more bread, and there was a long line of more than 200 people waiting for something to eat. Father Solanus approached and began to recite the Our Father. A little bit later, knocking was heard at the door, and the baker appeared with a large basket full of bread. He had also brought a truckload of God's gifts. When the people saw this, they began to cry with emotion. Father Solanus simply stated, See, God provides. No one will suffer want if we put our trust in divine providence. Thus, Father Solanus responded to the word of God, Whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. The life of our blessed Solanus is an exemplary page of the gospel, lived with human and Christian intensity. It is a page to read with edification and emotion and to imitate with fervor. In raising the American Capuchin to the honors of the altars, Pope Francis points him out to the whole church as a faithful disciple of Christ, a good shepherd. Today, the church and society still need the example of the works of Father Solanus. Blessed Father Solanus, pray for us. One of the virtues that I think is lacking so much of the time in our world is confidence in our loving Father. It's so difficult to trust so much of the time because it seems like we are just constantly combated with fear from this side and that. And what if this isn't going to work out? And what if this particular need does not come through? You know, all these different things. Like we're always just bombarded by the devil with all sorts of fears that what we need will not come through. Well, Father Solanus is such a wonderful example to us of that constant trust. To think about the fact that he would say that confidence in God produces serenity and joy and takes away trouble and sorrow. Trust in God dispels darkness and opens the horizon of hope and eternal blessedness in heaven. Think about the example of the people waiting in the soup line and thinking that there's no more bread. And then Blessed Solanus just simply saying, see, God provides. He knows that our Heavenly Father will take care of us. Think about this fact. Our Heavenly Father has given us his Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered for us, died for us, rose from the dead for us, stays with us in the tabernacle. And notice how often we hear about Blessed Solanus going to that tabernacle. When we stay close to the incarnate, only begotten Son of God, who comes to us, who is love incarnate, what do we have to fear? We know that he's already given us everything. And especially as we look at this particular time in American history, the time of the Great Depression, Blessed Solanus shows us not to be afraid, but to have confidence, not to worry, but to know that our Lord will meet our needs. Let's ask him for the grace that even when we're worried, even when our confidence is lacking, to not fall into despair and darkness, but to have serenity and joy. And to hear Blessed Solanus saying those words, see, God provides. One of my favorite pieces in the homily from Blessed Solanus's beatification was the mention of the one little defect in his life. And that was that in the judgment of his fellow friars, he was a bad musician. Apparently, Blessed Solanus loved to play the violin. The people did not love to listen to him. He played it with great devotion, especially Irish devotional songs. 
And because his neighbors didn't like hearing from him, he went to the tabernacle and played and prayed as an offering out of love for our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. There's so many times in our life, I think we can let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And when you think about a loved one, like I love my nieces and my nephews. And sure, they can't give me the gift of a flashy new car or some fancy watch or something like that. What they give me are beautiful drawings and cards and even just those little sayings, I love you, or, you know, playing me a song in some way or another on a kazoo. And to be honest with you, I would rather have gifts like that anyway. Our Lord loves us, loves us like the little children of his that we are. And even if you're not a perfect musician, you can still sing to our Lord from your heart. Even if you feel like, oh, my prayers are not as beautiful as those composed by some of the saints, it's okay. What he wants is for you to love him, to do it with devotion, not because it's perfect, but because it's you, because he loves you. Look at this beautiful example of Father Solanus Casey playing his violin, even if not like, you know, Mozart or someone who plays the violin so beautifully, fine. But he did it with love, and that's what we're called to do as well, to do those little actions of love to show our Heavenly Father that we love him. I think just like we heard in this homily, that even if, you know, the friars around him didn't love it, our Lord did, because it was done with such great love. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the love that you constantly pour out upon us. We also thank you for receiving our little gestures of love that we offer to you. Even if they're not perfect, when they're done with love, we know that they give you great pleasure. Help us to be strong and continuing to live out that love, just like Blessed Solanus Casey in our day-to-day lives. Blessed Solanus Casey, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.